What do Deadliest Catch, Ice Road Truckers, and Storage Roars all have in common? They're on the Discovery Channel. That's true, but they're also created by a guy named Tom Beers, mm -hmm. and he also created a show called Bearing Seagold, and that's the show we watched. Yep, I was the one to uh, actually watch it, I took notes on it. Mm -hmm. Season 12, Episode 8, Dive Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> that's what it's called, that's what it's called, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, they don't have the episode's names in the title or anything, so... But All the episodes actually have really funny puns this season. That's, yeah. I did, does it say how many uh, episodes the seasons are usually? Uh, yeah, if I looked at that, but do you want to hear what some of the other puns were? Sure. Dredge men tell no tales. <laughs> the gold, the bold, and the ugly. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the gold, the the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, I was gonna say, the gold, the bold, and the... <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have Sweet Child of Mining, <laughs> wow. Dawn of the Dredge. These are reaches right here. No, these are pretty good. Gold-Blooded. And then in other seasons, they just kind of ripped off straight-up titles, and they were like, Penny Dreadful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, it basically follows five people um, who are all people who want to get the, as much gold as they can, and it's like a competition-based show. I couldn't grasp if it was a... Uh, seasonal thing where they follow different people each season or if it was sort like of. throughout the whole entire series i feel like it'd be more interesting if it was throughout the whole entire series considering the fact this thing has gone 12 seasons so every season there's the potential to have new people join but usually it falls on a few families that have been there for a long time like the palm Renke family sean mm -hmm. yeah yeah he's been there basically since the beginning of the show yeah they even call him mr gold and because he runs the christina christine rose yeah and he's been a pretty huge winner his dad used to be on the show but mm -hmm. is hasn't been there for the last few years his dad his his dad is steve okay i'm not sure because they showed a uh thing for next episode and i wasn't sure if that was his dad or not steve coming back uh maybe that would be a big well, apparently there was a lot of tension going on, so if that was a stat, then he... But. Well, let me give you what the synopsis was for the show, and then you extend to me exactly how that went about. Yeah. All right. So it says, After the raging storm, Ken learns the Myrtle Irene's fate. Sean uses a new tool to hunt for new hotspots. Emily brings on a new crew member from her past, Vernon tries his luck at river mining, and Chris gambles on an alliance to turn his season around. So you start with any one of those storylines. Yeah, well, I'll start with um, the Ken Kerr person, because that's how they started off this episode. It was where they started off this episode um, with him, they ended it with him, and he had very, very little time in between. They maybe one scene towards the end. I think he was like maybe cumulatively like in three scenes, because he's actually dethroned the Sean um, person who was number one I'm assuming for a long while uh, but then he I guess got a huge gold uh, like Russian just was able to uh, make more gold than he was so he ended up gaining in first place I'll find more gold dredge more gold you dredge more gold yeah mm -hmm. and I uh, ended up gaining in first place but through but he wasn't able to get out onto the sea in this episode so literally his um amount of gold remains stagnant well didn't something happen to his boat 
Yeah, it, like it wasn't able to sail. Like his rig was broken or something yeah. because of a storm. Yeah, because there was a huge storm. Every, all happened. the trailers up to this episode were asking whether or not it was going to be able to survive this. Is his rig gonna come back? Or he is was it saying he season? was saying it was. He was he was he keeping up hope for it was. He was very optimistic, but it wasn't able to sail this uh, this episode. Right. So. Did you happen to have a favorite character? Uh, I mean. <laughs> these are actual people so it's a little bit hard yeah gauge. but they're would, also reality personalities i was so i mean i i personality it was interesting to see the steve guy especially since he was kind of the underdog since again he lost the title but he wanted to uh get it back and he ended up making the most gold this episode and uh was able to inch his way back to where the ken person was um he had an interesting setup because i assume the more gold that you make in this episode the more like amount of money you're able to spend on trying to get gold almost kind of like a balloons tower defense type of deal where it's like the more you make the more you're able to like a recycling circle of just um, money thrown into it it could be that it could be their own funds because each person has their own business that they've been trying to create yeah a lot of people uh, almost i think everyone in this episode got funds mainly this is their job they go out into the sea they get gold and they even say by the end of this episode this is not a get rich like offshore thing most some people die by doing this stuff some people i was gonna ask did it feel dangerous while you were watching these scenes no because nothing particularly dangerous happened in this episode uh you got uh, the storm which they kind of uh gloss over a little bit i assume that happened last episode most dangerous thing that happened was actually funny it was this vernon atkinson guy who is really old uh i think he's at the very bottom because uh five people i think he's at the bottom of the list mm-hmm. and um he had to make it to the golden creek bay because he kind of talked with this other guy named wayne and he was like yeah you could go out there he was a wayne is this claim owner and he was like you can go out to golden creek bay and see if they have anything because it used to be this huge uh place for a ton of gold and then um they had this creek that they had to get through and i believe one of the girls i was working with him might have met his daughter i don't know walked into the creek and then like you could see the water was up to her legs and he was like oh no how are we going to get through and she was like i don't know and then he's like walk farther down and see if it's going to be any more deeper and then she's like if i walk any farther down it's going to be up to my neck and he's like i know but just do it and so he basically Mm -hmm. saw her do that and then uh they were able to make it through and make it to the creek and, it's, uh, it's was, been referred to as rednecks diving for gold. Do you think that's... Yeah, that's accurate. Especially that's in, accurate in Vernon's Atkinson. Yeah, case. I'm looking at something like Deadliest Catch where there's definitely in the title itself a risk of them having to go out in the ocean and yeah, cap, I mean, like capsizing or having problems with uh, their crew. That's Yeah, that's, that's basically the same thing here yeah and then i look at a show like uh what was the duck dynasty one yeah. where there's i don't think any threat really for them it was just kind of concentrating on the personalities and i think yeah. this is sort of merging those two together um that said there has been an interesting shift in the fan base over the last few years where before people were pretty positive about this whole dynamic between different uh yachts and how they are like all dredging which is removing sediments or debris but in this case it's gold like usually when you have a dredging thing for a city it's to get stuff out of the lake so that you can so that the water runs correctly this was just completely gold the whole entire way but in alaska this is like a whole sport and Mm -hmm. since the show went on air 
there's been a huge amount of influx in people going out there to get gold. I can't imagine that that's a good thing because again, it ends literally with people like with a warning that says don't do like don't do this. This isn't like an easy thing to do. Well, there's an article that says in 2015, over 100 gold dredges operated in the summer sea mining. This was way more than in 2012 when the show began, and the Coast Guard had to reclassify the dredges as commercial vessels so that they could put more restrictions and standards on them as far as how much they were, uh, how old the things were, because people were just going out in these rickety old things <laughs> trying to make money. Um, yeah, you saw you saw a lot of people, like the people that were doing it, the five people, like they had at least a stable amount of stuff. Like one of the people, um, I'm trying to remember his name right now. Chris? Uh, the person who dived into the thing. Chris, oh. Kelly. yeah. I, er. There's Chris Kelly, Brad... His is his, his father, and then there's Andy, who is his yeah, brother, and I they're think, the captain of the reef. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Chris went up to this guy because again he, he was uh, he's down in the the ratings as well, um, and he went up to this guy and he realized that a lot of these boats or these really big ships that have the crane that go into the sea and pull out the gold, uh, when they bring the gold back up, the uh, crane will end up you know not getting all of it because some of it will end up falling out and he thought a beneficial thing to do would be to go up to the people and basically say hey um so when you guys are mining this gold uh i was wondering if it'd be okay if we could partner and i could dump it you know jump into the sea and get all the stuff that this um crane was dumping out and then the the guy was like um I don't see how that's beneficial to us. And then they cut to the Chris guy in the interview, and he's like, "Yeah, it's definitely only beneficial for me, but I can sell a uh, like ice stick to uh, to an Eskimo." Or she said something like that. So, um, and then he ended up like knowingly manipulating the partnership. Um, basically, what he said was, "Oh, if you need any help, like any tears in your ship, I will 100% help you, um, and and I will collect the gold from the." Uh, from the dumping of your crane. Do you think? Do you think the drama that was in the show was real? Because there was a real question about people saying that this has become a scripted TV show. To there's fake drama and editing well, to try to make it seem like. Well, it's, in terms of in terms of the episode, there wasn't that much drama that occurred. Um, like I said in the next promo that they showed, the Steve guy was shown or Sean guy was shown getting really mad at the next person and like saying some pretty hurtful stuff. So that I could see as scripted, but the biggest drama that happened this episode was the funniest part of the episode unintentionally. Uh, this per this person Emily Rydell. Uh, was going out to sea to um, with her uh, partner Daryl, and they wanted her dad Steve to kind of come along. Her dad's name is Steve as well. I know the, that she works with her dad, but it's funny that his name's also. I Steve. think there's only one character named Steve, Sean Pomeroy. No, was Sean there. was Pom Renke, and then his dad's name is Steve. Oh yeah, well yeah, but so but so, Emily also works with her father. I know that. Yeah, and, and um. And basically, the father showed up an hour late, so he missed the boat completely. But he tried to like be like, "Oh, I only showed up 20 minutes late." And then when she when he called Emily, and Emily was like, "No, you showed up an hour late." And then and then it was kind of sad to see because afterwards he's like, "Man, I got on a plane for all this stuff, and I, I grabbed all my stuff, and I was ready to do this." And so um, that was definitely the funniest part of the episode. Well, Emily's interesting because she's 31 now meaning that when the show started, and she is one of the original cast members, she was only like 23 years old. Yeah, so she's probably made a good living off of this. Well, it's interesting because she didn't start it thinking that this was going to be her real, like, 
rest of her life career. But what happened was she wanted to be an opera singer and she wanted to pay her way through college. And she started as a um, deckhand on one of the ships with her father. I think he must have had a higher position or something because they went in on it together. And after making the money that they did through the show um, and from their gold, she was able to pay off a ton of like her for her masters basically and um she's now the first female dredge owner and captain uh who operates out there what did she get her degree in does it do you know um no i don't know nah. but the idea that like you've been on this show since you were 23 you're only 31 now she's got the rest of her like whole life it's just pretty yeah. impressive no definitely I, I think a lot of these things are impressive like i know that the sean guy it was interesting to see him because he had this technology on his boat, again, he was number two in the rankings, where, like, he could tell if the sand was soft or if the sand was gravelly, and obviously you wanted to get where the sand was gravelly because that's where the gold's going to be. And um, he literally had, like, sonar detectors on his boat being able to tell him that. So that was interesting as well. Well, he has a whole franchise that he's, like... He has plenty of boats, and he also works, I think, also in some sort of actual mining on land. Oh, you could definitely tell, because when he got, because when he came back to measure how much gold he had, that's what they did at the end of every, uh, end of the episode for everyone. He had a full-on set with him. He had, uh, like, you know, you saw the mi- the not microwaves, but like kind of like the like fire and just all this like thing to measure gold out. And he ended up getting, I think, like two hundred ounces, which they said in the show was somewhere along the lines of um, $287,000. Yeah, and through seasons, I think they make millions sometimes. Yeah, because... Especially I, him. For, for example, the uh, we didn't get the Ken guy because, again, he didn't go out this episode. But for the Vernon person, just this episode, he had 7.85 ounces of gold, which was $11,000. And the Kelly person, the person who jumped in the water and was getting the scraps... Uh, ended up with 18.25 ounces of gold, which is $27,000. So, I mean, these people are making a lot of money. It's surprising that you say that there was so much dredging that actually happened in the episode because a lot of the reviews I read wanted more dredging in the episodes and less drama. So it's good that they returned to that, it looks like, a little bit, at least for this episode. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely say so. That yeah. being said, it, this this really is not my type of show, mm-hmm. so I was kind of, you know, uh, aside you from... Them? Well, I was going to say, aside from a couple interesting techniques that they did, especially seeing the people dive in and try and, like, scoop up the gold with their little, um, like, what, what's it called? Like, it, it sucks in the gold, basically. Just uh, the dredge. And aside from, yeah, aside from a couple interesting scenes, this thing was pretty boring for me but i can definitely see why people who like deadliest catch or those other type of shows would like this was there a lot of rewind playback like commercial break no actually well well they did do like a coming up next and then Mm -hmm. they would show you that and they kind of give away some stuff such as the uh steve guy missing his boat and the um that's normal for reality tv though but the ending person sean not ending up paying his goal which was 200 ounces he got like 191 ounces they they kind of ruined that which is a little you know annoying but except for that it wasn't too much like oh you know let's rewind it and show the audience this yeah i saw one of the imdb reviews um that had a positive review at first for the first few seasons 
and then kind of explained how it just became a repeat of the same thing every episode after a while. Well, I assume and 12 seasons of a, of a reality show, especially one like this, where it's just like every episode, they either get gold or they don't. Yeah, I can see why they tried to instill some drama into it, if that's true. But they said BSG uh, has now become a farcical soap opera. Little time is now spent focusing on what we want to see. And so I just found that funny that like but, such a fan would then be like so turned off by the show. Well, I'll, I'll say Emily Rydell's father, Steve, they did do a couple flashback moments, I'm guessing throughout the show. And you saw that this Steve guy was getting yelled at and he was, they the um, uh, narrator called him a notoriously unorthodox minor. And you saw that like five people were telling him to yelling at him to get off the boat. And he even um, was like, on skis one time in the snow and his daughter and him were building something and they both just started swearing at each other kind of showing their relationships so i mean like i can see where the drama was instilled thankfully there wasn't a lot of that in this episode it was more about the gold mining so. yeah that's great it seems like they're setting it up for sean to win again though yeah i mean for the they're definitely like giving him the underdog story here but they're giving him the underdog story kind of the other guy has lost his myrtle irene his dredge for however long yeah, I mean, because, again, he took over the number one spot, so... How long has he taken it over for, did it say? It did not say, no. I'm assuming it was... It must have been for maybe three or four episodes, because it was enough for everyone to know where everyone else was, so... Yeah. Uh, and you said you didn't have a favorite character. Did you... In Common Sense Media, they rated this show. That's, that's funny, yeah. Yeah. They said that it's for 11+. plus. Do you think that that is a good point I mean, to enter it, or do you think that younger kids could watch it i don't think younger kids would want to watch this and i would say 11 years old is fine you could probably watch this at 10 or whatever but again you know it, there's there's there were a few parents who were talking about their six-year-olds watching it with them i mean i guess if you're watching it with an adult it's fine but i just can't find much entertainment where kids would be like oh gold <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> this is your new career um imdb has it rated as a 6.7 <laughs> um the overall score I don't think matters too much now that you're at season 12 and it's more there to be watched on a kind of wasting time yeah, type basis, of basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to have half a season. It, it used to be two shows. They kind of grouped it into one because there's two dredging seasons, one in spring and one in, I think, uh, f- summer. And so they would air each one off the other season. Other shows that it's been compared to, Gold Rush, Alaska, Jungle Gold, Gold Hunters. I did not realize there were that many gold shows out there. So they've branded this thing pretty well. Well, it's not about, it's not connected to this one. Oh, so there's just a ton of shows about gold out yeah, there. Yeah, I think it's just really interesting to people, especially since over the last few years, gold has been rising in comparison to the dollar. Yeah. I think it's like $2,000 for a bar of gold or, or however the conversion works. Um, did you think that you would recommend this show to anyone who likes discovery type shows or do you think it's just uh, one of the it's it's so hard to tell again like I said if you like deadliest catch if you like reality shows that aren't you know keeping up with the Kardashians and not like just drama but actually yeah, there's more substance to it than keeping up with the Kardashians I mean obviously between those two yeah this one has From a lot more substance watching keeping up because <laughs> I because I'm uh yeah no 100 <laughs> I mean you watched five of the six seasons right yeah uh, no I actually watched all six but <laughs> no how many seasons but yeah it's you probably at like 20 at this point at this point yeah because this is in season 12 and it started in 2000 
and 12. So Yeah, I wonder, they must come out with a ton of episodes each time, because if it's in 12 seasons, it's only been eight years on, so. Again, summer and spring. Yeah, that's true. So, so getting back to the plot real quick, Emily uh, brought a new crew, crew member. Was that her dad? That was her dad, yeah. Which they ended up going back for... Remember? <laughs> yeah, they, they went back for him by the end of the episode, They uh, and then they kind of got him on the boat, and then they are, I'm guessing, going back to where they were before uh, to try and get more gold. Um, I don't think that we got her ending uh, number... I, I don't think that they uh, ended up like uh they don't show everybody's calculated gold like receipt <laughs> yeah i guess they're not they only showed three if that... you want to know you can go onto wikipedia they update every single like week for them and then at the end they yeah add up so, all the totals i mean so far uh the ken kerr guy is in the lead with um 1462.62 <laughs> ounces and then the sean guy is trailing him with one million uh, one thousand sorry two hundred eighty five point four ounces of gold and then the emily person is way far behind with 183.75 ounces but it, it i was, just imagine the people with like baseball sheets where you know you fill in all the innings and like some really dedicated fans still do that like they keep up with themselves well yeah, i mean that's what the, that's what the show does anyways but yeah the they do it but like for super fans well it know? was it was interesting seeing the people's different uh like income because uh the ken kerr guy who again is number one has two million one hundred ninety three thousand nine hundred thirty dollars that's what he's made off of the show and the sean guy he's the oldest guy right or is it that go to no i think that's the sean person who's in number two he's he's made one million nine hundred twenty eight thousand one hundred dollars off of the show and then um again the emily person in third two hundred seventy five thousand six hundred twenty five dollars so i mean you know that's a lot of money after all they do have to split it up and they don't get to keep it all so yeah yeah i wonder if they get royalties because of the show playing i assume so but i mean i don't know this thing i'm assuming is a hit the tom beers guy since he's created so much he's got like a net worth that beats i think all these people together yeah i mean i was gonna say he all he has to do he, he narrated at the beginning but they now have a new narrator do they even need a narrator i mean did it help no, not, not not particularly. I mean, the narrator kind of came off cheesy in some moments. It was just like, oh, why why are you narrating? But been I can the same narrator for the last like ten years or ten seasons. I, yeah, I mean, I can understand why a show like this could have a narrator in some parts to clarify some stuff. But I mean, you get enough from the flashbacks and everything where you don't need one. Mm-hmm. So well, I think that we've done it justice to this episode at least. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, it was. I, I will say it was interesting seeing the different types of like seeing the cranes go into the ocean and picking up the gold because of just like how like didn't the, your friend yeah. used to work on some sort of like alaska thing or was that, that just was, a shipping that wasn't a shipping thing that was a cannery oh okay yeah, yeah. i'm just saying there's a lot of boats in alaska yeah a lot. And that's what you guys should take from this lots of boats in alaska make sure to join us next time for our next episode of today's episode and i'll be doing the research I guess I'll watch it. You guess, yeah. I guess. Unless we bring in someone else. (laughs) All right. All right, bye. Thanks for joining. Bye.